Yes, I rent. Yes, I rent. Yes, I rent property management. Yes, I rent is bringing to you live Joe Watkins and Travis Castle, a brand new podcast featuring small business owners and learning about their business and how we can all apply it to our own small business. And, and, and to be truthful here, we have not named our podcast yet. And that's okay. It's our very first one, but it's about small business, Travis. We didn't name it, but I noticed right off the bat, it's the Joe Watkins, then Travis Castle podcast. <laughs> listen. I'm already upset. Listen, yeah, I had, I had, I had to do all the technical stuff to get set up here. It took the whole day. I can at least get my name first. Can I grade you on that? <laughs> all right. Listen, we're here, with, we uh, we're, we're here with my good buddy, Jerry Barber. He owns a company called Power Plus. Boilersupplies.com is his number one website. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I, I just thank Jerry for coming. We, we, we brought him on as our very first guest of this small business podcast to just dig into him a little bit and, and, and see if we can pull a little bit out of him and, and some nuggets that we can give our audience and learn for ourselves in our real estate business. So uh, this is Jerry Barber. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Jerry, um, for the audience, let, let them know exactly what business you're in how long you've been in it uh what you guys do where you're located and just a little i don't know three minute brief history well we're i'm i'm, I'm in, we're in a business and it's a wholesale uh supply business for the uh, uh hot water and steam generation so our, our customers are, are would be prisons colleges hospitals high rises you know such as that steam is used a good bit more than what uh you know the common a person would think so, but um, we've been in business 29 years this year. Um, we actually started out of our, our, our home bedroom, and uh, we have a 14,000-square-foot location right up here in McDonough, Georgia, and um, our business at this point in time is fully, uh, I'd say about 85% internet-based you know, business, but um, it started out, we started our business with the uh, direct mail. Um, with direct mail to the prison. And how many years ago was that? Uh, 29 years ago. 29 years yeah, 29 ago. Years. Wow. Business has yeah. changed in 29 it has. years. It has. It's uh, back, 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 back when we first started, direct mail was a very, very costly, very expensive, but it, it was, you know, you just, you, you put the catalog together. Our first catalog, I remember I, well, I put together in, 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 I believe it was an office max, uh, was mm. sitting there. I was, Hogging the uh, the 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 um, copier, and uh, people was lining up back to back to back, and I'm sitting there trying to print two or three, you know, two or three four pages at a time, stapling them together, and putting together catalogs so I could go door to door and from the hospitals and hand it out. Yeah. And so back then, you know, well, let's be clear here. So, boiler supplies is is you're selling parts, distributing parts for basically large size commercial boilers that heat, that heat water. Correct. Correct. So steam is used in multiple applications. Steam is used to heat with, and this you also use in process. So, uh, your, your tire factories, chicken factories, uh, um, uh, meat factories, uh, all of them, they use heat. To, they use the steam to process box companies use it to process. So we have a process side and then we have a heating side. The heating side is in dorms, hospitals, prisons, colleges, big, and, big uh, commercial yeah, buildings. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, so tell me briefly, how, how in the world did you get in the boiler supply business? You know, uh, I, 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 me and my wife actually in, in 88 opened up a, a Christian bookstore and we had a bookstore for about uh, five years and we took it as far as we could take it. I spent every bit of my life savings and just just we were just we really thought it would be successful and, and it was, but we just ran out of money. So um, we, we, we prayed about it and we actually found a, a purchaser to buy it. And, um, after I got a little, little bit of money I got from it, went back and I knew at that point in time, you know, years before that I didn't mind working with somebody, but I just didn't want to work for nobody. I'm going to work for myself. So, um, I actually, before the uh, bookstore, I was actually a mechanic and, uh, I worked in a, in a shop that had, that had a boiler. And back whenever we would, um, I'd say probably July and, and December when they would do, uh, breakdowns on the, on, on the boiler, we would replace the gaskets. So that led one thing led to another, and so I had actually I had what's very important to me, and what I would recommend any uh, entrepreneur to do, and that is had a mentor. I had mm -hmm. a very very solid mentor in my life, mm -hmm. and uh, sat down there with the mentor one day, and we're sitting down there, and we're actually back in the old days when you when you would you couldn't go on the internet, so you had to look through, 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 through catalogs, and 
I was looking through multiple catalogs at, at possible businesses. And I remember like it was like $150 you could buy uh, a package to see if it was business. I remember I bought like a freight broker. I bought a, um, I think I bought a medical supply. I bought a, just a couple different ones. They didn't pan out. And so I was sitting there with my mentor one day and, and, and he opened up one of his files and, and he said that it didn't used to be in a steam business. I said, well, I've worked on a few boilers. And uh, he said that he had looking at putting another division of a gasket, a boiler gasket, which is a hand hose and inspection gasket on the mm. boiler. And uh, he had done a little bit of research. And he was going to add it. He was in the seal business. He was going to add it to his repertoire. And um, uh, he just never did it. So we sat down there and looked at it. And it was a very lo- low cost to get in, high profit margin. And um, it was it was one of the things that was in a business that's not that's – not, uh, based on the recession, so it's not based on you know if if if, um, if things are good or things you gotta are have bad, hot water. gotta have hot water and heat. Yeah, so I sort of how it started, and we we I put together a plan. In fact, today uh, to this day, I still have in my top drawer of my office. Uh, you can pull my top drawer, and there's a nice little about a twenty page spiral notebook, and that spiral notebook's got everything from the first day I sat there in his office, and and we was right now what I think I you know what I thought I might need, what I thought that. You know, as far as even incorporating uh, where I could possibly buy the rubber, where I could possibly get the stamping machine, and and I keep that book in my you know my top desk, and I look at it often, just just mm-hmm. just to you know be thankful from where we where to where we came from. So we started right out of our garage. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Man, that's awesome. You skipped over mm-hmm. a few things, so you went pretty quick. Uh, I want to go back to out of high school. Uh-huh. Now, all right, when did you graduate high school? Oh, 81. 81, 1981. Yeah. Proud yeah. of it, man. Yeah. Proud. 1981. Yeah. If, he was right. a, if he was a girl, he wouldn't answer that. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah. No offense to the girls out there. First job out of high. First quote unquote real job. Uh, first job um, high school would have been, I was actually a, a mechanic for JC Penney's. JC Penney's? JC yeah. So that's where I was actually got into the, uh, the mechanic side. Then when I was 18, I went to work for. Uh, a diesel mechanic. I was a diesel mechanic, and that's actually where I got where where I told you where I got turned on to where I worked for a boiler company. It was okay. a concrete company over here in Forest Park. Okay, and um, they used steam to to, to uh, cure the concrete. Gotcha. And I was actually a diesel mechanic, but like I said, in July and in December, you would tear down the boilers, mm-hmm. and it was all hands on deck. That's actually how I okay got in, involved into the to the steam. I want to make a yeah. first point there. Uh, and we'll know this further deeper in the podcast uh, with with future podcasts. But I, I would I would make a prediction here that there are more successes out of of having some knowledge of the product you're about to go into, or at least have a, a someone that you can tap into that has intimate knowledge of, of, right. of what you're going into. Because ultimately, businesses we're trying to to fill a a, a gap where that, that needs to be served. It's usually a problem or a need or a circumstance. And, and sometimes they're, they're, I mean, you see whole businesses that, that, that niche out such a small need. There's no way to even know that need unless you were really in that business or knew about that business. So I think that's interesting. I, you know, and I think, I think that you had a connection there early. Well, as I was thinking about it the other day, I actually, this, this subject was coming the other day. And, 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 and I firmly believe you must, um, you've, you've got to believe in your product. You got to believe there's a need mm. in your product. You got to, um, you got to believe your product has a, you know, has a purpose and has a. You know. kind of sell out yeah. for, for your product. I mean, nobody's going to believe you if you don't believe you. And, and, and I'll tell you one of the main things that, uh, of course, my mentor, Jerry Whitlock, had shared with me that when we were trying to decide, you know, what type of business that we wanted to make sure, if, if possible, that, 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 that we looked into a business that, that you know, there's, there's nothing, I would say, recession proof. But we wanted to look into a business that wasn't based on if times get bad, I can mow my own grass. If times get bad, I can clean my own pool. If times get bad, I can do this. If times get bad in the boiler business, you're still going to buy some boiler supplies because you got to have heat, you got to have steam. It's kind of like the funeral business. He's there. Well, that that was pretty important in 1988 because what came in 89, October 1989, 1990 was a recession. Yeah, yeah. Hit the recession, October... Mid-October, 89, was the kind of mini crash, right? The we actually... Travis, you were what, about 15? I, I was 15, but I was dialed in. <laughs> yeah, I, I still have some... dialed in at 15, baby. I, yeah, I still have some information. Um, uh, We've actually had two, uh, I would say, in, in, in the 29 years I've been in business, we've had two, per se, recession slash, you know, bad times. Uh, the first one, we grew 7%, and the, and the, uh, uh, the last one, we grew 11%. 
So it's just it's a business to where and so where it helped us is instead of a hospital putting in a new boiler, they repaired. Mm-hmm. Instead of an industrial place putting in a new boiler, they repaired. And we're in the parts business. So it's um it I'm gonna give the audience a, a little context here. So Jerry has a warehouse and the warehouse, correct me if, if I'm wrong here or anything, but the, the warehouse supplies uh, warehouses, really a lot of your tiny, small, inexpensive parts, little washers, little, little knickknack screws, different things that would fit different boilers, mm-hmm. your most common stuff. You warehouse that stuff and you, and you, and you ship directly from there for those type of items. Mm-hmm. Then if, uh, one of your bigger businesses is the, is the pumps, yeah. all the different kinds of pumps. And, and you've got just a, an incredibly expansive detailed website that, that people can search their particular boiler their particular part, their particular pump, they file on your website, and you've got arrangements with all these manufacturers of these of these pumps. Some of them are branded and they ship direct, and then some you've privately branded. Correct. Different mm-hmm. parts that you're that you're drop shipping directly from the manufacturer, and you've right. you've built these relationships, and that's and that's that's the majority of your sales is the drop ship business. I, I, I'll tell you, it's crazy. I, I remember mm-hmm. back in the in the late nineties, early two thousands. I would. I wanted to keep that customer because the, the the toughest part is finding the customer. I'm just the B man. I buy from A. I sell it to C. I'm just the B. Okay. So if C can if if A could find C easily, they wouldn't use B. So there there there's a disconnect there. That's right. where I've tried to feel that disconnect. I have even purchased parts, say in Detroit, Michigan, at a at a manufacturer, had them shipped all the way to my office here in Atlanta, Georgia, relabeled it, shipped it right back up within two blocks of where it was. And that's something. Yeah. Because I, I I couldn't, I did not, I didn't have the relationship with the manufacturer to put my tags, my stickers, because I was building that. And what I was thinking is, is the customer didn't have the relationship with the place right down the street. Well, the manufacturer does such a poor job because they're so yeah. big, and and then they would much rather they manufacture. Sell to, yeah, then they'd rather sell to a hundred, and that hundred sells to five hundred, and that five hundred distributor sell to the fifty. And they're, and they're selling yeah. to they're selling to the guy who really knows the product. Yeah, and it's your job to convey that. That's correct. Out. That's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's why the it's why the B guys still exist, even yeah. though the technology's there to not have the B guy. And everybody thought the B guy was going to go away because we can get on the internet. And, this, but that's the, hey, listen, Amazon true. is the biggest B guy the big, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Unbelievable. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, number two yeah. company in the world. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, see, uh, um, and w- one of the biggest things that we that we struggle with for years and years and years, as I'm 57 years old now, when I first started the business, you got to understand, I was in my industry, I was competing against men who were 57 or, or, or trying to sell against men who were 57 and, and 60 on their businesses that have had relationships with the manufacturer for years, and I'm the new guy. So I, I just couldn't get my foot in the door. So the only way that I would do that is I just had to bring the product into me, relabel it, and, and, and reship it out. Now, the you know, over the years and years and years, the, the older gentlemen have moved on and, they, and, and their, their kids are here. We've been able to, I'm now the old man. We have established the relationships with the manufacturers. And now, like I said, I, I, if, if, if we have our own tags, our own own stickers, our own plates, and right. that they put them on the pumps. What I love about that is, is, I mean, private labeling makes them think about you now for the pump. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's you. It's, 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 you've eliminated this, this go on the internet and search this other brand and product number because it's your brand and product number well what is the any business what 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 is what is a tremendous business it's called residual income okay and in order for me to get residual income because if 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 i sell to a pump to a gentleman 93 and i don't put any information on that pump like i want to say by pump put by stickers my phone number my address Mm -hmm. my information to where if it breaks down he can call me that mechanic may know me but say that mechanic retires and moves on see there's multiple ways i can lose customers that have nothing to do with it Right. Death. Mm. The guy dies. He don't. He don't call. Somebody else comes in. He retires. He gets fired. I didn't do anything wrong there, but I, I may have lost that customer because somebody else has come come in. It may have relationships with other, you know, other other manufacturers such as that. So with my for me to get residual income, I've got to get my name all over that thing. So that's why I would pay. Somebody say, well, why did you pay so much? Just get just ship it straight to him. I needed to come to me. 
get my brand all over that thing, mm. get it right back up to him. And then when that mechanic retires, that somebody, when they come in the mm. boiler room, they don't want to go hunt for their stuff. When the thing goes wrong, they look right at there. 1-800. branding. Plus. I mean, yeah. listen, I mean, we're in the real estate business, Travis, you, you, you can speak to this, but in the real estate business, as I've bought and flipped houses over the years and we've been in houses, you go in and, and there's a, uh, an HVAC system and there's a sticker on there. Yeah. So-and-so and so-and-so installed this. Man, how cool is that? Yeah. I can get details on that on that system. I couldn't get any other way. Yeah. I mean, that's just a brilliant, inexpensive way. Yeah. Hey, this is a dinger dinger, guys here listening in. Write this down. Put stickers on your yeah, product. Well, absolutely, it's the most valuable sticker absolutely. in the world. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Put stickers on your product. It's cheap. It's cheap. Uh, th- those guys will keep coming back. Well, I know we're pretty deep into it. I'm gonna go back just a little okay. bit though, because yeah, I see back. you five years. I'm throw back. Let's and, go. Throw back, brother. Let's go back to the eighties. Eighties yeah. is a good yeah, decade. Let's go back to the eighties. How was it? Was it good for you, Joe? I was 15. You were yeah. 15. Or, t- or 12. <laughs> it was excellent. Might have been excellent. 12. I, didn't, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I didn't pay any bills. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was eating food oh, yeah. I didn't make. So it was yeah. close to retirement. It was pretty cool. Free yeah. rent. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's close to retirement as I'll ever yeah. Um You're fixing, you're, you're, you're a, a diesel mechanic uh, originally. Was that the first? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at some point, you opened a Christian book. You went from diesel mechanic to Christian bookstore. I book did. Store. I, I can't did. skip wow. it. Wow. Yeah. I can't that's, skip that's, it. That's, that's, uh, that's that, that 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 was real quick and short. It was just a uh, it was it was it was something that um, um, I just uh, just just had a heart for. I mean, I I I I had another podcast another time. Yeah, um, yeah. Share, share a little testimony of that sure. that'll come up. But um, it it was pretty unique how it went from that. Um, the the I just had a I had a desire to be self employed. Had a desire to 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 do that, and and really and truly to this day, I really can't come up with any any certain you know time but it just all of a sudden uh and i hate other people said the same thing when they started reading books i'm a, I'm a book reader but uh not as much as others and they said we're gonna open a christian bookstore but anyway we did went from that and then and then uh in, in, into the to the gasket well my, my real question is what were the lessons so you had five years of of, of first time yeah owning your business that was yeah. the first business how did that impact what your first five years in the boiler. Well, the first thing it definitely impacted is, is to make sure that you have a plan. And I, there again, I had another mentor in the Christian bookstore business. Uh, there's a bookstore that's in Lawrenceville, Georgia, one of the largest bookstores, used to be largest bookstores in the state of Georgia and Southeast called Christian Armory. And that gentleman, uh, Jim Ryman, uh, he's a, uh, he was a tremendous, tremendous guy, mentored young men in the Christian bookstore business. And so I heard about that. And um, uh, met with him, and one of the first things that he that, that he helped me with was is a financial plan. That's what I said after five years. The, the business was successful. I had just put every dime I'd ever saved, every dime I'd ever gotten, um, uh, you know, every dime I'd ever had to put in that bookstore, and we had a we had a had a five to seven year plan, and we had took it as far as we could take it, and uh, it actually stayed in business another 12, 13 years. But um, so it was sort of them things I felt like I was, it, it wasn't a fail. I felt like I passed the baton. I ran the first leg of the race and I passed it off to someone else and then they took it, they took it from mm-hmm. there. But I did learn in that, that, that right there, that the, you got to count your costs. Make sure you have enough money to live on. Um, my wife will tell you, she, uh, she, if I've heard it once, I've heard it a hundred times our first five years in business, uh, honey, would you get a real job? You know, because <laughs> she was, she was a very faithful, very patient. Um, and that's another thing. Another step, you, you have to have a solid partner. You got to have someone who's on board. You can't have someone, you know, if you're in business, you got to make sure your partner, if you're married is on board. That person's got to understand because it's, it's a long travel. It's a long way. This may be a song, but it just it just came to my head here. This could be a song, guys. We, by the way, we we love music here at, at at this podcast, and we may bring some here here and there. But as you're talking about the first business, I I think your I think your first small business is your very potentially your best mentor. Yeah. If you're listening. Yeah. I mean, lessons. It, it's the lessons from yeah. that business yeah. that, that, that you've learned that you, I'm sure, and probably so many you don't even think about, but that yeah. business was also a mentor yeah. to, to your current business and, and, and what you're doing now. And, um, man, I can think back on, on, on all my previous business experiences, how I pull little nuggets from all that and, I, and, and I, utilize that to, to be, you know, to try to make something work. I've mentored many uh, young men, young couples, 
um, on 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 small businesses. And I think what the one of the biggest problems or biggest issues is is they don't understand when when me and my wife started our business, um, it was we no longer could have. I had I had a brand new Honda Accord, had to sell it. I, I I had a brand new truck. I had a truck two years old, paid for. Had to sell it. I mean, you can't try to start something and get something, you know, put your heart and dedication. It has to be mentally, physically, and financially. And so uh, I remember we drove a, a, a 1972 Nova that, that, that I paid 350 bucks for. Paid more for the paint job. Paid like 389 for for Mako paint job. But that being said, <laughs> the sacrifices that it took um, – the the lack of a better word the humility me and my wife and and I'm 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 proud to say it and I like it but but we went to the food pantry every Tuesday and Tuesday and Thursday nights I mean I'd wait till it's dark I had a little pride but it was dark and we go to <laughs> you know and and my, my my parents tried to help me but and and I didn't I just said you know I, I appreciate that and they they definitely helped me you know uh, mentally and 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 strength wise but I just sure. I didn't you, know, you didn't want to take you didn't, 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 didn't take it and, um, so that's how we started, but the sacrifices, I, I, have mentored so many young men and women that, 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 that want to have start their business in a, in a, in a brand new 2018, you know, F-154 by four. It don't happen. You know, wow. I just, I just, you know, boy, it, it, our culture has turned into, I want it now. I want it now. Hey, yeah. look, I can get so many things now. Yeah. And, and these young people want to recreate what their parents created overnight mm. and uh they don't they don't if they really went back and, and and really understood the full breadth of the of the work and the struggle and the and the food stamps and the, and, and all that i think i'll tell you a quick little story this when we was in business about uh about about six eight months in and uh it's a local hospital here clayton general hospital and i was selling i, I was i was in a gasket business so my average sale at that time was anywhere between Fifty-five dollars to a couple hundred bucks if I if I got a lot of you know a good bit of gaskets. But we had we you know we just had it had a good profit margin, so I didn't have to make a lot to, to make a living. Well, I, it, like I said, it was in a soft good business, and and I had a customer over Clinton General Hospital, and he wanted to buy a couple of big pumps, and uh, he said he couldn't find nobody that could get them. And long story short, I said, you know what, George, I'll I'll, I'll get these pumps for you. I had never sold any kind of pumps. I knew what it did, but I, I was in a soft business, soft gasket business, and so um. Georgia took part numbers down, went to get it, called up the manufacturer, got the price, figured out what it was. When I got the price, I think the price was like $3,400 my cost for the pump. So I called my mentor right at the back. Say, hey, man, what, what kind of profit margin should I put on something like this? I'm, I'm not used to something. But see, he said, let's, let's try 25%. So I, blame, I remember putting 25% on it, took it over, give it to George. He says, well, I need three of them. Yeah. So, so, so here's my problem. I don't. I don't got ten thousand dollars in the bank, more or less ten thousand dollars to buy these pumps and be able to wait thirty days right, right, on that. Right. Ooh. So I remember my first my first time. I, I had a credit card that had like uh, like a five thousand dollar limit, and I um actually had had I, I had a truck at the time. I had a, I had a truck I had paid for. So I remember I sold my truck and got the credit card and was able to. I, Hawked him, got that pump, and then fortunately, so you, so you did. I did. Load it. I did. I, I, you bought I, I, it. I did three it. pumps. I did, and and uh, you, made more on that one sale, and I had made probably about two months in gaskets. Now we still stayed in the gasket business for yeah, a while, yeah, but yeah. that's sort of how we. It opened that your was eyes. That was the first time that we went to a hard good, which is we just a hard a pump, a, a valve, hard guy, yeah. Man. And uh, but I remember coming home, sitting there, scratching my head. I, I went straight to my mentor. There again, I I'll mention many times, but it's it's important to have one. But he said, "Here's what he told me." Figured out. He well, he looked right out there and he said he looked out there in the right in the driveway. He said you got a new truck out there. Well, you got a truck to pay for. And I said yes, sir. He said figured out. I want to point something out uh, that, that reminded me of one of my experiences when you talk about that sort of that big leap on, on that type. You know, trying to sell that product. And I think it's important because because it, it can turn out the other the other way, and I can have have a have a story about that, but. That, that, that when you did make that decision to, to provide that, that product, that you knew that that person was going to perform. Yeah. Because that could have killed you. Oh, yeah. If that guy didn't pay and you couldn't return those pumps and you Absolutely. got three pumps that nobody ever would ever order Absolutely. again in the next five years, that could have hurt you bad. And, and I, th- I want to I bring that up because yeah. it, I have a story from back in the day of the pressure washing business when we were kind of young and – and and we 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 got this little connection in, into I won't even name the company although I should, 
we got a connection to a large uh, international uh, construction company. And, and it was during the Olympics. They were building everything. They were doing all the parking decks. And we got a contracting deal to pressure wash tons and tons and tons of parking decks in, in Atlanta. We did our first. So, I mean, we didn't have the equipment. I'd have one little cold water machine. If we showed up in that thing, they would have kicked us off the job. So we were like, all right, this is our go time. And we went and spent $10,000 on credit cards to buy a big setup and rig and everything that we could handle what we, what we mm -hmm. were contracted to do. What we didn't do is really understand our customer and understand the contract that we were asked to be signed because we were too excited about getting the work. We go spend you know, weeks and weeks doing a great job. But those guys knew that we were inexperienced and ultimately we didn't get paid wow. for all of our work. And that was a, that was a huge lesson for me is, you know, when you have the big opportunity and it's a big risk for you, you need to check your, your boxes and make sure that you act, this can be performed on because it could actually tank you. Mm -hmm. It set us back, it set yeah. us back pretty yeah. big. In, yeah. in real estate, that's qualifying the buyer. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many real estate agents do we know that have somebody in the car with them for six months looking at houses on a Saturday and Sunday before they go see the bank and loan officer pulls credit and you find out this guy can't buy a house or real estate investing. It's, it's do your due, your due diligence on yeah. the home you're about to buy. Yeah. That you're about to turn to a rental property for the next yeah. 10 years, yeah. because there could be something looming there that you didn't check. And look, we've, we've got all the time we get, we're dealing with one right now where an owner did not get a home inspection on one of her properties. She's out of California and lo and behold, I mean, it's got all kinds of issues. It's got, thousands tens of thousands of dollars worth of issues that were were never exposed uh because the due diligence wasn't done so do the due diligence is also another nugget yeah. here mm -hmm. you got to do your due diligence not just on mm -hmm. you know who you're buying from but who you're selling to no doubt all right so i skip back i'm gonna skip yeah. forward okay all right so you opened the business 1988 is that what you said 93 93 yeah 1993 yeah. all right so you opened in 1993 just before you were born just before I was born, and actually, nineteen ninety three, I was uh, in we my was, first stint in college. It was actually, it was actually, <laughs> it was actually ninety two, but we actually uh, uh, officially in ninety three. But it was, you know, it was, it was eight or nine months. So okay, putting the plan together. But yeah. Well, when did the business? What walk me through? Everybody starts a business. You had had some success. You obviously mm -hmm. paid some bills at some point. You stayed in the business. Yeah. Um, how many employees did you start with? Uh, walk me through. What made the difference? What what took you from a good good small business? I am making some money. I'm you know, I'm working hard to, uh, you know, hey, I, this this is this is really something. I got something here. Well, it, it and and it goes back to ties into what as far as that that pump. Um, I think if I was in the boiler gasket business, the, the the business would still be a solid business. Um, but it would just be it would it would be limited in what it could be. So it started when when whenever as far as I started selling the pumps. But to roll back to that. Uh, like I said, we, we started out of our out of out of our our, our um, garage. Uh, about six to eight months, I I I, I knew that my, my wife was pregnant, and and it's you know it just oh, I needed man. to get it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Put started the business yeah, and, and and had had was pregnant the first year we had a business, and so I knew at that point in time I needed to get out of the house, and so we actually owned owned some acreage, and and I built a twenty five hundred square foot building behind my house. Uh, they're getting stepped out by faith on that one, but built a little building to now, be able now, to, now to was get that it, cash you know, or debt. Did you, did you get a loan? To that build was actually, that, that, that was off a credit line. Off uh, credit at, line. At, at, at this point in time, um, I had gotten to the point to where I, I was so by my mentor that, that, that the, the, the credit card and the selling my truck, yeah, I had one truck. So I, there, this problem is going to get bigger. So I actually went and, and, and did a uh, credit line on my home. I had a, um, thankfully I was, I was had good equity in the home. I didn't, you know, when I had a bookstore, I never, I never did that. But um, that's why I had equity line. With that being said, we had we had a small building. My first employee was a gentleman, a, a retired gentleman from Eastern Airlines, and um, uh, that that that's a whole other subject there. As far as the 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 age of of tenure I had with with my employees, my first, I'd say the first five, first four employees was probably average age of fifty two to sixty. Uh, and, and that was for, for a reason, um, uh, that age, they were, they, they, they were 15 minutes early and stayed 15 minutes late. Sure and that just, it's just, it's just, yeah. just, just different. So we started with one employee and then it got to where I started having issues with, uh, the billing. I no longer could, I mean, I was at, 
and, and to roll back at that same time we haven't shared um like my son would say, I, I walked to school. I walked walk school uphill. Walked walk, walk, walk home uphill. That's what he would say. But um, I actually had three jobs. I, I, I would get, I would do boilers, gaskets all day long, and or or the boiler pumps and valves all day long, about five o'clock, and from five to nine, I helped my brother-in-law who was in the moving business, and then I had another really good friend that was in a janitorial business, and I would I would I would leave from downtown Atlanta in the moving business and go to over to um and help him in the janitorial business, and then get home sleep a few hours and get back up and start it again. With that being said, I, I was getting behind on my invoices and such, so I needed to get um, uh, 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 accounts receivable. So I hired my first part-time accounts receivable uh, young lady, and then um, I think the next one was a, uh, a young gentleman f- for the warehouse to cut some gaskets. And then it just uh, then, then my next one actually is helped propel me to, to where we are now. My, my stepped up by faith and my mentor was at, at this point in time, uh, the catalog mail out business uh, was was going well, but there was this thing called the uh, uh, WWW was starting to come <laughs> up. I mean, people talking about this worldwide web thing, and um, there again, I, I, if if I said it once, I said a hundred times. My mentor uh, was 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 a was could see the future. He just was a very bright, super good businessman, and um, introduced me to the World Wide Web. And so that's when I started um, started messing around, dibbling dabbling with the website. And um, so I hired, I went to, to the local um, college and, 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 and hired a, actually an IT tech, a gentleman who was in IT, but he loved computers. And just hired him part-time in the evenings. And just to put him back there with a computer, I think my first software was some, maybe called a Microsoft front page or some kind of, I'm not, I think that's what it was. And uh, put him back there and said, hey, man, figure this out. I need to build a website. And so. This is, this, this is not a Eight ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety eight. It's not, I'd say ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven. Yeah. Um, That's early. Back back when when when, when we first got our 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 domain names, we call them now. Back in the day, they were called URLs, URLs. And when I bought my first domain name, I paid seven hundred and fifty dollars for the domain name. You didn't get them dollar ninety nine at GoDaddy. It was no GoDaddy. Wasn't no no. It was you. You bought them from a MindSpring, Earthlink, uh, Domain. But but <laughs> anyway, they they were they were quite expensive. So I sat back there and 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 what I would do is actually I would say I remember uh, I would I would see commercials on TV and I'd see dirt certain graphics and I would record it and then I would show him. You see that graphic right there? I want that graphic on my website. Mm-hmm. And I did, we just it just led one thing led to another and. Uh, the website just sort of started growing, you know. And, and, and it, what year do you think was the web business fifty percent of your business? Well, so so what we did in in, in transition. So I, I've all my catalogs. The, the the catalogs started transitioning from having the boiler supplies, having the stuff on the front of it, to having the pictures. But my the boilersupplies dot com was on everything then. That's when I started branding every single thing, started pushing. I still sent out 500,000 catalogs a year. I mean, we sent out to every prison, every college, every hospital, every high Still. Yeah, at that time, still. Oh, Because, yeah. I mean, just, but but it started getting to where the people started seeing the dot-com. They started seeing what was going on. The transition started coming until I remember, um, I think it was my last catalog was 2003. For 2005 spring, because I had a spring and a summer catalog, and uh, one of the things that we that, that that we had for the next couple of months or next probably six to eight months was the the, the older generation calling and saying, "I didn't get your catalog this spring." Well, sir, we just <laughs> so 15 years ago was yeah. the last catalogs yeah. you sent out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, what year does 50 percent of your business be on the world from from your your website? Uh, Come as far and now, okay. As far as lead generation or income from I want purchasing, income from purchasing, I, I would say, I would say two thousand and seven, two thousand eight, about fifty yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. And so the last twelve, thirteen years, yeah. you've gotten up to about you said about eighty five percent, ninety percent now. Well, right now, our business, if if you're not a returning customer, you're one hundred percent. They may order on. They may order online, but there's people that. Knew, yeah, yeah. So, so there's there's okay. in our industry, there's well, still quite a bit that that may, they're not going to order a ten thousand or twenty thousand dollar pump online. They're going to get our number and see we have it in our spec sheet. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to call it, and our inside sales engineers right. are going to help them on that. Yeah, gotcha. 
I think we should uh, hone in a little bit here. I think this is let's get more relevant to today because okay. people are listening and want to know know how their their business can be impacted. And I think the web is sort of the yeah. the, the 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 one out here that nobody can avoid. Nobody can avoid the need for for uh, having some presence online. And so, why don't you um, kind of walk through here about five years ago? Um, you lost this guy that that basically built uh, your first website and, and drew your graphics and 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 really he had all in his possession your website right technically yeah. speaking yes yeah and he left with a two week notice and then Jerry's sitting here with a multi million dollar business and and doesn't even that that that's ninety percent generated from the web and I don't have I don't have anything about my web figured out because this guy's leaving. Right. So, so talk about the learnings on that, and and, and, and what 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 we can learn from this. Right. So, so the the way that the, it was it was it was a nice marriage. Um, he was he was one of the gentlemen that just was a super graphic artist, super you know just really good at that, really good with the web, really good with that kind of things. But he just didn't really know how to put it together, or 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 what he wanted the page to look like. I was the one and I knew exactly, I could see what I wanted on the page. I could see what I wanted there, but I did not know how to get that and, and put it on the page and, and everything behind it. So it was a good marriage. Um, the gentleman was, I mean, our website in, in our, in, that's another thing in our industry. I was very fortunate that I was, it was, I was definitely a minority in, in our industry as far as uh, web driven. Um, every, everything was a B2B and everything was, was a catalog or, or, you know, go to the counter, pick it up. So, um, yeah, we, uh, I mean, I, and I'd always shared with him, I knew that, that, that this was, he was such an intricate part of the business. It was such a, he knew, I knew everything he knew, but didn't know nothing he knew. That makes sense. I mean, I I knew everything he was doing, but I didn't know how to do it. I was at the point I'm going to, you know, I know what I want. I'm going to pay somebody who's, who's enjoys doing it and we'll put it together. And, uh, I, I, I had a, there was a fear. There was always a fear. And that fear was, and I shared with him many times that, 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 you know, all I'd ask him to do was if he ever had, I mean, cause I'm, I don't ever want to hold anybody back from, from, from growing. If, if something, something, they can do something bigger and better. I'm happy for everybody, you know, but if you're going to work for me, then, and, and for power plus, I, I need you to be a team player. And part of a team player is I need more than two weeks notice. Because in and, and like there's certain positions I don't want you know make a position higher than the other, but there's certain positions that that you can you can deal with a two week notice. But you got a two week notice, and and you had to and you had to do something. That's correct. And 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 panic set in. I'll be honest with you. It was um uh my wife seen it. Every everyone seen it. It was it was a situation where I didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, I knew there was companies out there that could that 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 could do that, and so um. You know, when 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 he did it, I was able to. Um, one thing I did do, main thing I did was I made sure I always had all the passwords. I made sure I always had all the links, all the companies, of what we were dealing with, so I wasn't you know caught too far blind. But at that point in time, I just took and 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 found a graphic company. I found an SEO company. I found multiple companies, and it turned out that 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 didn't all work out like it was. But it was I started scrambling. And it went from, so my biggest job at that point in time was just managing and trying to find in hope that the site wouldn't go down. For, in the for meantime. a couple of years, yeah. you, you were focused wholeheartedly on this website. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it, it was your deal. Well, and, at, and, at it that was, point, and there was a gap there. At that point in time, um, Golf trips 100%. Yeah. 100% of, of any lead we had was coming from that. Because at this point in time, we had no mail outs. Right. We had no more mailers. We had no more of that. And so, I mean, it, even if the if the website went down, you come in the morning and the website was down. I didn't actually know what to do. He he knew who to call, what to call. So it it, it was a lot lot of trial and error. And uh, at that point in time, I knew um, we it's in our industry we would call it web jail. Okay, I knew at that point in time I would never ever go into web jail again. You know, I was just not going to have it to where um, one person or one company. Yeah, let's have a let's have a little philosophical conversation on this. I think this is something that that that's important for our audience to hear, and some things that we uh, we experienced in our business. But you know, has had, had even conversations last week with with one of our people about not web gel in particular, but but this when 
when we fully outsource critical parts and components to our business, it can really, it can really be a problem. If you don't intimately know what's going on, first of all, it's really hard to give a check and balance on what you don't intimately know. Like, you know, it's important, you know what they're doing, but you don't know how it's happening. You don't know what the adjustments are being made, you know? And, and so they, they put you in a little bit of a jail and it's not just the website. It's so many different facets of our business that we, we can put ourselves in small business web in, in jail. And, and so, so what, so the first thing we do and we don't know what we're doing is we outsource or we, we, we get a mentor, but a lot of times we outsource, we just pay that. We just pay the, the vendor who can do it. And, you know, ultimately they don't have our best interest at heart. Um, they got their best sisters at heart. They're, they know how to make a website so they can make money. They don't necessarily aren't structuring this whole thing around so you can make money. And so, and the more I, I, I know about my website and how it works and, and the inner workings of it, the more you can start to structure. And I think this is the difference between kind of people that, that hover around you know, small time, you know, less than million dollar businesses and ones that get above this is they, they realize that when they understand their own business and the inner workings deep enough that you can, you can, it's no problem with hiring somebody externally, but, but you can hold them accountable because you really know what's going on. Okay. So Joe, so, so technically I, I will tell if, if I could tell you this, I would say, um, and I don't mean this in a negative or derogatory way, but I will tell you this, that's one of the best things that's ever happened to our business was this gentleman moving on. And here's why. Not that he didn't care, but but because he was a this this guy was dedicated. He was sure. a great guy, good friend today. And we we I mean he's fact not about, he's a, it's not about him personally. Yeah. But what I did not know is what he wasn't doing right. until I started doing it. Right. What he what because as as a business owner and we're just gonna call it what it is, if 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 everybody could be a business owner, then they'd be business owners, but they're they're not. And 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 it's not that I'm any better or any anybody else. It's just it is who it is. So at this point in time today, Power Plus and Boulder Supplies is 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 so much better because I know and I've learned everything about it. In other words, do I know I still to this day, I'm still not a code guy, still sure. not a guy to do all that. But I have learned so much. It pushed me. It pushed me to the point to go dig, learn. And I started seeing what so many things that we weren't doing and so many things that we needed to do. And, and because I just wasn't paying attention to it. I mean, I, was, I had a web guy. Your, your and, website and, and, product today is far yes, superior yes. than your website would have been today yes, absolutely. in that situation. Absolutely. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. And since then, You've almost doubled your sales. Man. Absolutely, yes, yeah. I don't think that's I mean, by, by by accident. I mean, still, still to this day, um, my 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 main job did, did this morning had had a webinar this morning had a had had a, had a conference with our with our AdWord team had and I, and I call now my teams and I've got I've it's took many years but we I have good teams I have good SEO teams uh, um, um, design teams I have good AdWord teams I have good. Uh, marketing teams and and we work together and I my job is to manage. You're those the orchestrator. Teams. I'm the orchestrator with the teams. Uh, you know, I, they're again. I don't need to hide, know how to do the code. But I need to know why the code's be there and why it's not. Right, you know, so, different things like that. Well, so I got one for you. I'm going to get into this philosophy idea. I'm going to bring that up just a little bit. You you watch football? You football? I do. Guy? Yeah, okay. just a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, right now, <laughs> <Not> a lot. <laughs> you know, right now. Tom Brady, he's uh, he's getting shopped a little bit by the New England Patriots, right? That's the story in football. He's getting shopped. Getting shopped. Yeah, he's sure. a free agent, yeah. 42, 41, 42 yeah. years old, and he's uh, they. In fact, a few weeks ago, the word was from the Patriots: go find out what you're worth. Yeah. Mm. Now the thoughts were maybe they were trying to put a value on him, and that was going to be start the you know that's all. It's just fascinating to me mm-hmm. the negotiation at that level because this is going to be probably a thirty million dollar yeah. plus contract. Yeah. I mean, if he goes to uh, for one year, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah now, now, now the Raiders out in Vegas with the new stadium, they might pop him forty million if he'll yeah. come out there. But that doesn't quite fit the brand. It's great to talk about, but but to me, the conversation is what we're having here, and it's this process versus talent, right? In our small businesses, now, gotta have talent. It's not that it's not that you know that's a a, a requirement, but the idea Joe and I talk about this all the time. I mean. And I think it's born, honestly, if we're real honest, from the business owner being a little bit lazy. 
Because I know if I can convince Jerry to come to our small business and go manage our office after this conversation. You can check out and play more golf. I'm apply, I can get my handicap down, man. I can play some <laughs> golf. I can go to the beach, yeah, finally. Yeah. All right? Um, boy, that's expensive, yeah. right? That's, that's a pretty big ticket to make that happen. But nevertheless, we need somebody good. To, we, we, we need uh, to, to – that needs to be the result right. is, a, is a version of a Jerry managing the office. Uh, but we don't want to write that check either. Okay. So there, there's a balance here. So in your business, when it comes, especially this conversation is probably the conversation. How much can you take, or what is your experience in taking the talented guy? Sounds like maybe you had a version of a talented guy here on the front end and kind of breaking down what he actually did and piecing that out to others or hiring the new guy to come in who doesn't have to be as talented you know, have you gone through that process? I guess is the question. If your most talented guy left tomorrow, how much? Now, not necessarily the web guy, but in some other area of your business, right. I'm sure you got somebody super right. talented. Yeah. If that guy checked out tomorrow. I mean, do you have his? What's making him so effective? Can you go higher and not have to hire at his level? Y'all, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and 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 let's just get to the to the bare facts of it. That's why I actually have um I have uh, two 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 sales two sales I web five sales, but I have two of them that I have what they call key man policies. I, I have to have that because no, I, my, my top two salespeople, if they, if, if they left, I have one that's been there 15 years and one that uh, we have, I've had several that's retired after 12 to 15, but my top salesperson been there 15 years and, and replacing him is uh it. I've got, I've got one of my, one of my really solid sales sales ladies, She's she's a woman, fantastic, just just and it's incredible to not get off on the subject, but uh, I'm I'm in a I'm in a man's industry. It's just the way it is, okay. Sure. Well, I've got this this young woman. She's come to work for me. She has overcome that, and she is fantastic. So, but that being said, she's been with me for almost five years. That five years, she soaks it up every day like a sponge. Scale to one to ten, uh, where the knowledge of the gentleman is fifteen, it's about a one and a half. Okay, it's uh, it's it's not a business that you can come in. Now it, you can learn how to sell. You can learn my vendors. You can learn who we purchase from, who we sell to. But to learn we the product we, knowledge, and and that's the problem. See, if if there's many 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 times we've talked about it, wish that I was just maybe sometimes we wish that all I sold was these three different pumps. Then we could learn them three different pumps inside, upside down, everything. But we sell over thirty five hundred different products. So, um. To answer that question, um, I have, I have to, uh, a certain pay scales and certain certain things in 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 the works or or in place to hopefully prevent that. And so, in in a, in a small business, that's another thing. I, in a small business, I Tough. have to be competitive. I'm competing against the deltas. I'm competing against the IBMs. I'm competing against the larger larger uh, companies out there that ain't in my industry of taking my employee. And so I have to have something. I have to have a product. I have to have a, a business structure that, that, that makes them feel, you know, comfortable because they, they have a wife, they have kids, they have a family. So that being said, um, it's tough. It's something or not that, that it, and don't think that don't go through my mind um, on, on a daily, on a weekly basis. Yeah. Well, you know? yeah, it sounds like you've created a culture that keeps those people. If they've right. been there 12, 15 years. Yeah. That, and that's, that's, well, that's critical in small business. In small yeah. business, I think that's maybe the more bullet. critical. That's the bullet we got in our gun is we Absolutely. can mold a culture. You know, to to make people. So I share I I'll share with you quickly the biggest challenge that that Power Plus after thirty almost going on 30, 29 years after almost 30, 30 years of business. Here's what we're we're challenging right now in the last eighteen months. Um, as I said before, I had multiple 12, 15, 16 year. Uh, as as I told you before, I hired what in the fifties. So so they worked to the 62, 65, been there 15 years, it's time to retire. So hiring a motor has a little bit of a negativity. After about 15 years, they're ready to roll, and they're going to, you know, go on. But so um, um, uh, hang on a minute. I, I saw old am. I just uh, I just Well, you just, just talking about it. I think you're going to bring in the young blood. And, oh, and, I know. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, hey, I was about 15 years. Yeah. yeah. So my average age of tenure for the first 27 years was 53.2 years old. Okay. Guess what my average age of tenure in the last 24 months until now is mm. 33 and a half years old. Mm, so I, 20 years. 20 year so what has power plus had to do? 
Power Plus has had to understand, and 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 the the, the these young the, the, these young people I have in my they're they're dynamic, they're super, they're wonderful, they love their job, they're good, but it's not the same as as the 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 the. I'm, the values are the same, but it's just th- things are different. So what we've had to learn to do, we've had to we've had to learn to transition. Our biggest thing we're going through right now, we're going through nice training sessions, is transition into how does the average thirty three year old think? Mm. How does they, you know, and 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 I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm up front with them. I'm up front with them on that, and and they know that. And so uh, we're having classes on on just um you know just how how can we make this work. Uh, because I had, like I said, three employees within three years retire. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so, but anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the challenges we're going through right now. Is, is you know. All right, final uh, t- to close up here. Mm. I want to challenge you and Joe, right? Mm. Two of the uh, two of the business elites in McDonough, Georgia, right? I would consider you both that at this point, uh, or at least you, Jerry. Um, <laughs> I just wish I could play as good as golf or ping pong. You know? <laughs> All right. Okay. Yes or no? Let's see if we get any any disagreement. Most of these are pretty you know agreeable for you. You ready, Joe? You listening? I'm listening. Do I have your attention. I'm here. All right. All right. So this is agree or disagree with the following questions. Okay. Here we go. Focus on the user, and all else will follow. Agree or disagree? Hmm. Jerry, focus on the, on the user. Everything else uh, will work itself out. What do you think? I'm, I'm gonna say that. Not all else works out. Okay. But, um, but, but I will say that's a very, very important piece of, of Lean the towards that. I would say I, I, would, I, would, I, say I would say a lean yeah. towards that, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, it's best to do one thing really, really well. Absolutely. Agree 150%. Honestly, is that, is that, that's the small business mistake. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a pizza shop, but I kind of want to sell tires because yeah. I like the tires. Right. All nice, right. good story. Another time we'll share it, but I got a great story about that. Something like Super something about that. Yeah, yeah. Fast is better than slow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's just not enough information, fast Travis. Is fast better is better than, than slow. slow. We say it all the time. Oh, Speed man. in small business matters. How much does it matter? That's that's a better question. Yeah. 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 How quickly, have to, I'm how quickly have to, I'm, you gotta get that pump to me on on your on average on the average? Yeah, that, no, no, no. It's it's it's, it's important, but but I would say I guess the first thing that came to my mind was fast. If an employee doesn't, if 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 they don't listen to what the customer had to say and they price it wrong, and they miss one zero of a decimal instead of it being eighteen hundred, they or eighteen thousand, they probably got eighteen hundred, and he wants to buy two of them. And now I gotta explain to him why it's not eighteen hundred dollars; it's eighteen thousand. A little too fast because I didn't. So yeah, now. So yeah. I guess that's what I was thinking, yeah. but True. the customer, um, and, and, and what we do every single day and we, and we talk about this weekly, if a customer wants something next day air, that is red, everything halts, everything we do stops. It's nothing's done until that, that product is out the door because they're paying next day air. So yes, I guess that's but thinking, I would but say I, that, yes. that goes back to what the customer wants. It goes back to the previous question. Yeah. It, that, that question there fast to me has to have another Counterbalance. I think it was a fast in in in, in what in what way? But, but that was a Travis tricky question. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a bad, bad question. Travis tricky. I cut and paste these off Google, so it's not really. All right, you ready? Let's move on. Okay. Um, you don't need to be at your desk to need an answer. You don't need to be at your desk to need an answer. I agree with that. Yeah. No doubt. Right. Easy one. Yeah. You can be serious without a suit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you need you need to come to Power Plus. Of course, you know, we, we don't we don't deal with any there's no no customers come up to our business and you need to come in there and see the the the, the, the casual wear that I allow my thirty three point two year old employees uh, to wear now. Believe me, yeah. So no, you don't yeah. yeah I've I seen agree. Jerry be uh, serious yeah. to his people from the golf course. Yeah. 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 Well fully adopt that, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's Absolutely. an that, that's yeah. an amen. amen. It sounds amen. like amen. All right, now this one, this one it, we need to argue a little bit over this. Okay. You ready? Um, great. Great. Just didn't good enough. Now, 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 now before you forget all the cowboy stuff yeah. and it's never yeah. good enough. Yeah. Good enough. Never. Honestly. Great. great. Isn't good enough. Great. Is it? I would enough. completely disagree with that. Yeah. Completely. 100% disagree right. with that. Well, I'll I, I give you, I'll just give you a re- really quick story. 
And um, uh, there was a time, our first 10 to 12 years, um, that, that, that there was a word that you were not allowed to say when you walked into the front door of PowerPlus International. If you said this word, I asked you to leave. In fact, we couldn't even say it. I'd have to spell it. I used to try to say, no was not allowed. When a customer called and wanted something, needed an answer, no, we can't do that. No, we can't help you. No, I don't know the answer was not optional. Even if I had to give another competitor's number, I always still still help the customer. So into what you're saying there, I mean, customer is king. In the subject, but no was not even allowed. Well, it was well, his question was great. Is great good enough? How, how hard yeah. do you press? How hard are you going to press? Here, here, let, let, let me let me give you a little philosophy on this, Travis. Okay. All right, give it. I, I could just go business after business after business. Who's very successful, and their and their product is no better than great. In fact, some of them are good. Um, but it also product is in the eye of the beholder. So. Am I more concerned if I'm going to a restaurant? Am I more concerned about the food that I'm getting? Or am I more concerned that the restroom's clean? Or I'm more concerned that I get a smile when I drive, go through the drive through Those are all part of the product, but, but we, may, we may associate good being with the food. So point being, I, I think that if you're going to be in business for the long haul, something has to, 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 to evolve to be what, what you're known for. Now, in Jerry's business, he, he, he doesn't manufacture any of those products. So he can't change the quality of his products. Now, he could not sell a product that, 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 that doesn't work well. Um, but that, that, that service interaction is just critically important to you. Now, I've gone in restaurants, for instance, where the food was so good. I'm overlooking a nasty restroom. I'm overlooking barely getting served. I'm overlooking a lot of things because that food was so stinking excellent. So that's a good point. When you measure up the rest of their product, it's not so that's good. That's a good point. So I think you know, my my belief is is you better have something that you're known for. Listen, um, oh Charlie's. Rolls. If, rolls, rolls. If you didn't, yeah. care, if you didn't right. care about anything else they had, yeah. you go get the you'll get the roll. Yeah. You'll get the hot roll in the basket. You know you're getting that. They better. And you know what? And only one time ever in Charlie's history that I've been there did I not get a piping hot roll out of the. Well, when you and I went on the way back from Nashville, that, that was the one. Stale that was the only rolls, one but, I've but, never but had. That. But but that, that's what you think about that. So Joe sends them back in classic Joe fashion, right? Yes. No big deal. Joe sends them back. Yeah. They were bad. Ten minutes later, this guy brings out some rolls. They taste like hot donuts from Krispy Kreme. <sighs> I was like, man, I didn't know. I didn't know you guys had this. Like, I hadn't been at O'Charlie's in yeah. a while. I went to O'Charlie's a week later. Patty and I, where do you want to go eat? I want to go to O'Charlie's. Yeah. When we got there, hey, you want some rolls? Not until they come out of the oven. Yeah. <laughs> bring bring me the fresh ones. Think about that, though, Travis. You did, I don't even remember what I ate that day. I remember the roles. <laughs> so, so you better so be good at something. Better be good at something. I wonder if you was to ask if 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 the that great super gentleman he was, if you was to ask to it, Kathy, that same question right there. Is great. Yeah, I mean I mean their their whole business and, and and in fairness, I do believe you need to have in service great there it, it's only one answer. A product. I can get by with a light that's not as good as the next light or something that's mic that's not as good as the next mic. We talked about this a few minutes ago. But in service, I think there's no great, there's no, there's no option. It has to be, you have to be known for that, that, that great. You can get by with, like I said, a decent product. But, but let, 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 let me butt you on that. So where I would say we, and, and we don't fight on it, we, 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 we wrestle with our industry and our business on it because it's just, we don't, we don't have a product that we ship out. It's just purely how do you feel about what we're saying mm-hmm. and what we're doing, right? And you can't even fully measure everything we do. <laughs> you can't even measure what we do. Uh, what do you do? I'm not sure. What we're in the property that. management yeah. business, Jerry. Yeah, okay, that's right. You okay. know that. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yes, we rent. Y- yes, yeah. I rent. Yes, I rent. By the okay, way, yeah. you want to sing the song? You know the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so okay. Finish up, Travis. Well, I'm just it. saying, even in your business, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about the service you guys provide or how your customers would rate it. But I bet if I threw three new employees that came in, 
And all they did was addish, provide additional service to your, your folks, to your key uh, uh, customers. It would be better than it is today. Yeah. I'm just saying, it can always get better. Oh, absolutely. How, how much money you want absolutely. to spend on it. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ha- having said that, I need my surgeon. I don't want him to stop it great. No. And here, here, I don't want my pilot to stop it great. Right? There's a commercial out there. It's, it's the commercial that has this thing that says, is okay, okay. The, the the surgeon comes in there, and the guy says, uh, you know, he's, he's, what, what, I don't forget what the show it is, but it's talked about, like well, he, he's just thing. okay. Yeah, he's just okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. has a surgeon. Yeah, he's all yeah, right. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to bring that one back in the yeah. next podcast because there's a lot to be said about this. It's a, it's a whole podcast. But I want to thank uh, Mr. Jerry Barber here. Thank uh, you for the invite. Yeah, so. for being a part of our very first inaugural small business featuring Jerry Barber, Travis Castle, wow. and yes. Joe Watkins. Watkins. There you go. Thank and you, Jerry. Uh, this is very much sponsored by. Yes, I rent. Yes, I rent. Yes, I rent. Yeah, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. See you next time.